Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the next edition of the IHBS announcements, uh, dated February the 8th, 2021. So let's get rolling here. As a continuing effort to celebrate and honor Black History Month, we wanted to continue to share resources throughout the month that could be impactful on learning more and also make an impact on how we approach families we work with. We sent out some uh, emailed resources yesterday and we'll continue to do that the rest of the month. So we hope that everyone has uh, uh, seen the email from Gary Emmons uh, yesterday. has a series of uh, links that you can check out. A few of the ones today were from the Casey Foundation. Um, they developed a set of four guides with meeting materials for leaders to hold facilitated conversations about dismantling racism within systems that affect young people. The next one came from the California Newsreel. Um, it's a three-part documentary that helps us understand the history of racialization in America. Uh, the next resource we included this week uh, from the Mental Health of America addresses the mental health aspects of racism as, as well as African Americans who are pioneers in the mental health treatment and care. Again, we've uh, created an open forum for feedback. Uh, that link was emailed out again yesterday. And uh, like, like every week, I want to make sure everyone knows that if you want to look at these again, um, if you want to see these links, um, they're also always going to be posted on Casewind on the left-hand side. There's a link called Resources. And within that link, there's another drop-down that says Announcements. So every time you hear these, you can also go to a Casewind, and you can look at these, read these for your own eyes, and then you know you can uh, also see these links further, too. And that it goes back uh, several years, in, in fact, with announcements. So always make sure you go back and look at them if you need to for any reason. Uh, the next announcement, we got a lot of cold temperatures predicted for this week. Um, clients face many, many challenges when this, when this comes to be. We want to provide uh, additional resources in terms of proper heating of a home and then the dangers that can be associated with using, with using portable space heaters. Um, we, uh, again, we've emailed some information, but within these uh, announcements, again, there are several links that are um, available to see and read some of this, and there's some posters that are available. Um, a couple of them we included in the, in the announcement, so you can utilize with your clients if you see that they're using space heaters. Uh, but a few of the a few of the things that you want to always keep in mind if clients or yourselves are using portable space heaters, uh, the fire safety because they they can produce a fire hazard if not used appropriately. So to ensure that they can be used safest, make sure space heaters are always placed on a solid flat surface and keeping keeping them at least three feet away from anything that could burn or be or be set on fire. So again, you don't want these things to tip over. They tip over, they have a higher propensity of uh, catching something on fire. And make sure the space heaters are checked for cracked or damaged cords and plugs. Um, plug space heaters directly into wall outlets and don't use extension cords or power strips. So if we see that clients are using um, these space heaters that uh, have any frayed, any, any problems, they're using several extension cords to get them to go to different rooms, that's really not advisable and that really produces a, a fire, fire risk. So please reach out to supervision or management or your director and we can see what we can do to ensure that people have uh, safe, safe ways to heat their homes in the event. It's going to be really, really cold this weekend. We've got a lot of uh, winter weather in various, in various places. With the winter weather, we want to make sure that everyone is uh, making sure you're keeping your your devices charged um, and making sure you're taking these inside and you're not leaving them in your car overnight. Just like in the summertime, very high temperatures can damage devices, uh, iPads, iPhones, and the like. 
but also though when we have really extreme cold temperatures uh, that can also do the same. It's also not good practice to leave them in your car anyway. Um, you want to make sure that you know, anyone could uh, see a device in your vehicle gives maybe someone that's looking to to get a freebie an easier way to damage a vehicle get in and steal these things so make sure you're taking these things in your cars uh, each evening we did see a small increase in HIPAA security incidents in 2019 and 2020 um, but uh, overall we feel like we're doing a pretty pretty good job with this so keep up the good work keeping client information safe and keeping your devices on you um, or in your home uh, at all time. The next one, we read this one last week too, but we want to make sure uh, again everyone understands why coverage forms are so important. A couple weeks ago the referral department received a call from a family case manager about a family in crisis asking someone to be sent out to the home as soon as possible to assist. We had already been providing services to this family through CP, however their assigned worker was on vacation and their team members, uh, the team member's team leader was also out for that particular day. The community partners team was not aware of the details of the case, uh, so therefore no one who was, who was working with the family uh, and their needs had been available. Uh, what they've been working with them on, goals, previous trauma that contributed to the crisis, but fortunately the family's assigned worker had submitted a complete and comprehensive coverage form for the family, despite their services uh, not needing uh, coverage for that week. Due to that worker's follow-through, hard work and diligence, the responding crisis team member not only had all the correct contact information for the family, but knew how to best approach the current situation and provide help that family desperately needed. So it's really important to keep those things up to date uh, and to make sure that we are providing that information so we can help that family when you're not available to do so. Some more winter driving safety. I know we've uh, experienced some again overnight and there's some more uh, wet weather predicted throughout the week. Again, some vehicle maintenance uh, tips. Make sure you're keeping your fuel tank half full, making sure that you're keeping your windshield fluid. Um, that becomes in very handy when you're driving and you're getting a lot of splatter on your windshield to keep your windshield clean and free of anything and ensure it, and your tires are properly pressurized. It's always a good idea to keep a coat, hat, gloves, and some boots, uh, face protection in your, in your car. Uh, frostbite can come on quickly in the event you would become stranded or you have car trouble and trying to have some packaged food and snacks in your car if you happen to get stranded as well. Um, a bag of ice melt or even kitty litter works too that if uh, you, know, you do get hung up on some ice that those things can be helpful to free you um, and, and have your tires be able to grab something to move out of the, out of the, and off the slick spot. Making sure when you are driving in winter weather that you never accelerate too quickly or slamming on the brakes is never a good idea. So don't accelerate too quickly that causes the tires to spin which is going to cause you to slide. Try to drive smoothly and try to, if you can, stay in the lane that you're in, not trying not to swerve or changing lanes frequently. The more you turn your tires, the more chance you have uh, to cause a slide. Do not use your cruise control in slippery conditions. Making sure you're slowing down at all intersections to make sure drivers traveling in the other directions can stop themselves. We talk about all the time increasing your distance to brake, increasing the, the, the room that you're following some of the other vehicles. Slowing down, of course, is always a big one. Um, uh, try to avoid steep driveways or hills in icy conditions. It's always a very good idea when you know in past experience when you've had to go to foster placements or clients' homes and they have a steep driveway to drive up that we are reaching out to these people prior to going to the homes to see what they and how they've assessed their roads to ensure that we can safely get get there and then get back. So it's always a communication is so important in these times to make sure the worst thing is safe as, uh, as safe as possible. 
If you would happen to lose control of your car in these situations, just take your foot off the gas pedal and the brake. Uh, just worry about getting your car in control, and then we can work on those things. Try to make sure you try to uh, turn your wheels in the direction that the rear of the car is sliding. So try to help that. That could help straighten you up. Um, and always try to stay focused on where you want to go and try to, if at all possible, staying calm in these, in these situations. So remember, uh, the most important things to do in winter weather when driving, leading early and slowing down, very, very important. Don't use your cruise control. At least double the following distances from the cars in front of you. If you start to slide, let your foot off the gas, and that's usually all you're going to need to do. If you do hit the brake and you don't slow down, pump your brake. Be aware this may disable your anti-lock braking system, um, probably until you would turn your car off and turn it back on, but that but may just pump on them and don't just slam on them. And then make sure you're aware in these conditions that the first roadways that freeze first are going to be anything where air can get underneath that, which is bridges, uh, overpasses, any types of uh, overpasses or any types of culverts or anything like that. So be aware that when you're on those, those are going to become slick the, quick, the quickest. And again, the old walk like a penguin. And what does that mean again, walking like a penguin? Number one, your hands are going to be down to your side. Don't put your hands in your pockets. Um, that helps throw off your center of, center of gravity too. Don't take big long strides. It's always best to make sure um, that you keep your uh, center of gravity over your front leg. Um, also, um, that when you're doing this short, very short steps is going to, is going to help uh, keep you from uh, having a slip and fall, hopefully. And then making sure you're wearing the appropriate footwear. Uh, so in icy conditions, uh, making sure you're wearing uh, some sort of a rubber-soled shoe with some sort of a grip is going to be the best. So very short steps, keep your hands at your side, think about what a penguin looks like when, when they are walking and, can, and, and walking like a penguin. Got a couple parent cafes coming up. Um, we got one that Deborah Cooper's put together. Um, these times are central, but they're going to have um, a parent cafe on Rise Against Bullying. The Zoom schedule for that is going to be on uh, February 9th, today. This is today I'm recording this, 5.30 to 7. February 11th from 1 to 2.30. February 18th from 5.30 to 7. And February 25th from 11 to 12.30. Um, the click links to go to the Facebook or go to Facebook to register. You can find these at, at uh, on the Facebook page at, at IHBS Parent Cafe. So again, that's at IHBS Parent Cafe on Facebook. Again, you can also go to these written, these written announcements, and there's links inside of these documents that you can go. So again, go to Casewind, uh, go to Resources, go to Announcements, and you're going to find these links to be able to get to these. And all those are in Central Standard Time. Or again, you can also go to Facebook, at IHBS Parent Cafe. Ashley Beeler's putting some together for the month of February on Sibling Rivalry and Aggression. Same info, you can click on those links if you'll go to the announcements in, on Casewind. Um, you can also reach out to uh, Ashley at 812-929-0549 or email at abeeler at ihbs.us or again go to our Parent Cafe Facebook page at IHBS Parent Cafe. So again, you can reach out to Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369 or dcooper at ihbs.us or Ashley Beeler 812-929-0549 or abeeler at ihbs.us. Ashley's on Sibling Rivalry and Regression are going to be on, um, on February 11th from 5.30 to 7, February 23rd from 8.30 to 10, and February 25th from 5.30 to 7. And those were all, those particular, those three were in Eastern time zone.
So again, if you want to see these again, go to the announcements and you'll be able to click on the links as well. Again, uh, we've had uh, multiple workers to reach out to us and they've gotten both uh, vaccines at this point to, to protect against COVID-19. Um, again, those links are uh, produced in previous announcements. Uh, the link to go to, you can do a simple Google search for Indiana COVID-19 vaccine or the actual website to go to is https colon double forward slash scheduling.coronavirus.in.gov forward slash vaccine and that's going to link you to where you can put in zip code that's going to give you the locations that are closest to you with available times to do so. Um, so we're, we're happy and we're encouraged by, the, by the, those who have so far gotten both of the vaccines. Uh, again, we are encouraging everyone to get the vaccine. It's not a forced vaccine, but we are encouraging you to do so. And once you do get both vaccines, we do want you to reach out to hr at ihps.us. So email hr and let us know so we can uh, so we can make sure we keep track of who did get the vaccine. Remember, once you have gotten both doses of the vaccine, though, this does not replace social distancing, wearing a mask, and other precautions. Um, the, the vaccine is helping keep you safe in the event that you would uh, still contract COVID-19. doesn't mean you couldn't pass it to someone else, though potentially tooth has not been vaccinated yet. So we want to make sure you have to keep wearing a mask and social distancing until, you know, we're waiting for the Indiana Department of Health and the CDC to give us guidelines on when maybe those things can reduce somewhat. Um, but again, like I've said many times, we've probably all learned a lot throughout this and how we can keep ourselves you know, healthy from any type of a virus that gets passed through uh, airborne droplets. So again, keep wearing your mask um, for sure is the biggie through this and keep social distancing. Um, I want to make sure everyone understands that if you do have to be on a quarantine or you do have to take care of children that are being that are on a quarantine or have no school, younger children, uh, the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act has been extended to March 31st. So always make sure if you have any type of a COVID related situation where you would not be able to uh, leave your house, whether it's through a quarantine or having to stand with children, you're always reaching out to Susan Benkarski and the Human Resources Department so we can guide you through the process of the Emergency Paid Sick Leave Act. Um, so always reach out if that, if that in the event that that would, that would happen. A couple of other reminders. Again, like I say, we're, believe it or not, we're almost, uh, we're almost at a year of dealing with this so far. I mean, it started in early March of 2020, and of course we're sitting here in early February 2021. But again, we never want anyone to come to work when they're physically ill, have shortness of breath, or they're running a fever. Make sure we continue to screen clients to ensure that they or anyone in their home is not currently infected with COVID-19 or under any isolation or quarantine due to an exposure to an infected person with COVID-19 or that they're not experiencing any symptoms that could easily be passed to you um, in situations where we're working with clients face-to-face. We do have the ability to continue to do virtual services when it's approved by the family case manager. And um, if you're getting word that the case managers are not approving these things, make sure you reach out to supervision uh, directors or management so we can assist you through that process. Again, social distancing, wearing a mask are the most important things we can do right now to keep ourselves uh, safe and healthy. So always, so in offices, not eating lunch at the same table would not be a good idea because masks have been removed and now we're chewing, talking, things like that. So there should never be more than two people at a table when we're eating, uh, making sure that we, if we, we're not gathering it, usually more than two people at a table. And we got to make sure in any situation you're social distancing, even in those situations. We only, uh, if it, 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 situations where we can control the environment, 
that we're going to social distance. And sometimes we're going to not going to be able to. That's why the mask wearing becomes so very important in those situations. So be conscious of others, uh, other people's space. Um, remember, if you do have to cough or sneeze, it's always best to make sure you're doing so into uh, a tissue, um, if possible, or your elbow and your sleeve if, if, you, if you don't have a tissue at hand and disposing of that properly. Uh, making sure we're continuing to clean frequently touched surfaces. So always very important. Advising clients to do those things in their own home in addition to the, ma the mask wearing. But again, if we have clients that are just, uh, just refusing to wear masks, we have the ability uh, that we have to do the best we can to keep you safe. So if you have clients that are refusing to wear masks, um, then we have to make sure you're reaching out to supervision so we can help discuss this with DCS because we want to make sure you're as safe as possible as well. Uh, the next one, um, again, we already said that. If, so if you, if you have situations where clients are refusing to wear masks, make sure you're reaching out to the supervision team. Or the last one, if you do have situations where the Department of Child Services or probation is asking you to attend a meeting, and that meeting's being, being held in a very closely uh, closed space with no ventilation, and they're putting several people in there where we cannot social distance, that's something else that we probably want to make sure we're reaching out to supervision so we can make sure that, if all possible, um, we are... Um, you know, keeping everyone as safe as possible. So again, guys, the cold temperatures are coming coming this weekend. Um, it's already cold, but I think it's going to be down in the, the single digits this weekend. So please, everybody, uh, make sure you're taking precautions, making sure we're reaching out to clients to make sure they have a heating source. Um, several of our areas have uh, heating locations. Um, uh, it's always a good idea to start looking into those as well. So clients um, who are unfortunately are homeless, have a, we know they have a place to go. So, you know, everyone be safe out there. And then we hope everyone has a great week. Uh, be safe. And uh, I'm going to end it off with a little more Bill Withers. The song Lovely Day, one of my favorites. Have a great week, everybody.